at Little Bird Marketing, we don't know all the answers, but we happen to know a lot of people who combined do. We've asked some big dogs, some tenacious thought leaders to share their real experiences, mindsets, and tips for managing through this difficulty. Welcome to the MR Leadership Series. These shorter, punchy interviews are geared toward powerful and candid answers to truly relevant business challenges. If you enjoy this episode, take to social media and thank a leader for volunteering their time in this way. Be sure to use the hashtag alwaysbehelping. Enjoy. Hello and welcome to Ponderings from the Perch, the Little Bird Marketing Company podcast. Back by popular demand, another week of MR leadership. And I've got someone new for you and actually new to podcast. So let's make him really welcome. Robert Gray from Paradigm Sample, thanks for joining us. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm really excited to be here for the podcast today. Well, it's really nice to hear new voices on the podcast, but you certainly are not new to this industry, nor are you new to Paradigm Sample. So Robert Gray, if you don't know him, is the COO and um, one of the founders of Paradigm Sample. And I've known him for quite a bit. And we actually, I don't know, we just get along, Robert. I don't know how else to explain it. We do. We we both love to travel. We both love food. You know, it's a beautiful thing. (laughs) Um, I don't know. You just have that also that just, you know, just very affable nature. And I love it. And it does no shock and surprise to me that what you do is really all bent around operation strategy and client services. And what we kind of been talking about in the insights industry is the rise of the human. So in a world where you're living with data and you're living with panel and sample and all these things that seem very number or maybe a little bit robotic, the reality is is that you are anything but if you want a human to handle something then robert's your guy oh thank you so much yeah the uh human side of the business is really my favorite part and client interaction is is why i get up every day so i completely agree with the rise of the human i love that i i you know the thing is i think i think that um Kristen Luck has really been pushing that concept a lot, and I keep cribbing it from her um, because I think it really hits at the core of what we're trying to do, and no better time than right now. And the reason why I wanted to have you on is that you are really at the forefront of what's going on with global quantitative work. And I know people want some, want some, just some of your views, some of your perspective about what you're seeing, what you're experiencing. So, what is the current state of global quantitative work. It's tough times right now. What's going on? It, it is. It's tough times, but it's also interesting times. Um, and, you know, I always think in, in that paradigm, we also we all think that, you know, in despite when there's problems or uh, things going on, there's always opportunity and everything. So clearly some verticals are definitely being impacted right now uh, with COVID-19. We're all dealing with that. Obviously, travel and hospitality uh, being the main two that have really dropped off uh, on quant work right now. Um, but that will come back. Uh, it's really just about timing. So as they build back, we'll be here uh, and ready for for those to come back. One of the things that we're seeing, so while we're seeing some impacted verticals like travel and hospitality, on the other side, we're actually seeing an increase in some B2B work, specifically around um, AI, telecom, 
capital improvements. And this mm. is all around as the C-suites are grappling with the future and obviously a more distributed remote workforce. So there's a lot of new B2B work um, coming in related to those topics. Oh, my gosh. I'm feeling the pain. It's true. And, you know, it, it isn't the first thing you think of when you think of quantitative. You don't think that there's a lot of B2B, you know, going on. But there is. It's just that it's a little bit harder usually to reach people. Have you found that the actual recruiting of the panel for B2B people has gotten a little bit easier during this time? Or has, has there been any notable difference? You know, the response rates are strong. Um, we actually are seeing more active participants. I do think people are more willing to participate in research. Uh, it's giving them a sense of purpose and, and a chance to share uh, across uh, what we're all going through together. And there's also, you know, we've also done some things in, in panel engagement around donations to families and, and places that are struggling because of COVID. And so being able to donate uh, your incentive to those types of things is also giving people a, a sense of humanity and connection to the, to the wider world. So I think that, you know, the, what we're seeing is the, the response rates really are strong as a result of those things. Well, I can see that being a cure for the helplessness. <laughs> yes. you, know, you know, there's a lot of us who are in areas that are not as hard hit. You know, you're in the New York area. All, majority of your paradigm sample families in the New York area besides the other global offices. But it, it is hard to, you know, sit in an area that's that's not hit as hard and and to feel the feels, you know, and, and to feel in that sense helpless when, when you really have very good colleagues that are really suffering through things that are very, very different from your day to day. So, so true. One of the other things, too, that we're seeing, which has been interesting, uh, is the move of qualitative uh, to quant. And something that we're doing at Paradigm, we're, we're developing some really cool approaches and methodologies that are getting our clients comfortable transitioning that that qual work to quant. And we're creating this new category that's really a hybrid of intense validation with a quantitative approach. Um, I'll, I'll leave that there as a little tease, but there's some really neat things that are coming out uh, and where we're innovating uh, in the face of all of this. Oh, I do love that. And I think for someone who's so experienced in operations, you've got to have a very realistic view of this kind of a hybrid approach because it's all, you know, fun and games to discuss it and innovate, but you have to actually make it happen. That's right. <laughs> so I'm right. thinking that you have a different perspective on this kind of innovation. <laughs> So what are the clients asking for? When you say that some of them are looking to go qualitative to quant, what, what are you hearing out there? Well, there's a lot of things around qualitative that there's some fear because um, people that have traditionally done that style of work are worried about the effectiveness of quantitative and also really are they real the real person that they're trying to reach. And that's where um, some of the things that we're doing of that intense validation really is helping them get comfortable that they are talking to um, the person that they're looking for, that actual respondent that they're looking for, even though it's not in a uh, face-to-face environment or even on that web, uh, the web uh, interview style. So it's really interesting about getting comfortable with who you're connecting to. Oh, that, yeah, that's got to be a huge shift for them. So getting them comfortable has got to be a lot of the conversations you're having in the client services realm. But so nobody saw the global pandemic coming. I mean, it's not possible to really think this through. But, you know, a lot of companies were hit 
without really having an established relationship with their sample provider. A lot of people are buying from here, buying from there, aggregating from here, doing that. And uh, nothing wrong with any of that. But what really happened, in your opinion, uh, with the people who did not really have a relationship with their sample provider at this point? Well, that's a great question. I, I do believe that having a trusted advisor uh, to walk you through fielding strategies, fielding approaches, and even manage um, the programmatic solutions, the DIY platforms for a researcher can really help navigate the available respondent landscape so that you can actually achieve what you're looking to do in your research. We've really found that um, companies that are more transparent with their clients and are coming at this global pandemic problem as how do we actually figure out this together versus how do I survive? It's more about this this we component, clients and providers together. It's really the time for more collaboration versus less. Ooh, and I, I love that. I love that. Yeah, the more you do that, the, the better off everybody is. Um, and it's really helping each other through this because it is everybody, as you said, everybody is affected by this. Right, for sure. Well, again, you're in operations. I think immediately that what you hear about all day long is time and money, time and money. (laughs) So there are real pressures of time and money. And now some companies are feeling them even more acutely. Obviously, they are, you know, thinking about bringing some qual to quant or thinking about maybe scaling things back. I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of ideas out there about what to do. But answer me this from your years of experience at Paradigm Sample. How can companies really still carve out quality when it seems like the conversation we keep having is time and money, time and money. Oh, this is a great topic and uh, a big, uh, maybe a big answer. But the first thing that comes to mind is be an advisor. Um, first of all, understand your client's needs and help them solve for that, for those needs. The biggest thing that anybody um, can do, especially in operations, is realize that providing world-class service is actually a journey. It is not a destination. So a company's ability to be agile, flexible, committed to solving the issues for their clients is really critical. Um, sample prices obviously are more competitive, so you're talking about that, that pricing component. As a result of that, we have to focus even more so on quality and service at those competitive uh, sample prices. Mm. If you, you Knowing your client is, is so critical, and personalization will continue, I believe, to be the biggest single way you can provide value to your customers. Um, If you know more, you care more, then you can do more. And uh, this is a silly thing that I say often in my operations group and the team can quote it back to me quite often now, but there is no problem as permanent as a solution. And there is always a solution. It's a matter of finding it. And we live in a world of data. If you actually look at that data effectively in the, in the scope of a project, in the scope of a research project, let that data be your guiding light forward and share the information and troubleshoot that with your client um, so that you can get to the, the best outcome for their project and research overall on budget. Hmm, I love that. And also to give you another quote um, about Maya Angelou, if you remember, she always said that, you know, people would remember the way you made them feel. (laughs) And I think that's really in alignment with your ethos and what you're talking about, this idea of, you know, this is the time of deep 
um, deep personalization in marketing. Those clients who have been with us for a long time, who've been a part of our success, and we know their issues, but their issues are changing. And even in this moment, they don't even know some of their issues. <laughs> so mm-hmm. being able to sit back and do what you're saying, which is, you know, be more reflexive and, uh, you know, more agile and also just asking more questions, that's going to go a very, very long way. I mean, and it won't just be just during COVID, I don't think. I think you'll see the results from the way that you're treating clients like that with that kind of world-class service. Yeah, that is very true. And and you do have to continue to evolve um, as the client's needs evolve. Um, And so doing that really makes the future very bright. Mm, I love that. Okay. Now, you have a lot of interesting expertise, and I've got to say, is there something maybe I didn't ask you that is just on your mind about what's going on or where the industry is going that, you know, there's a reason why we asked you to come on is because, you know, you you are an MR leader, and I think it's a lot easier to... Um, you know, to maybe not get in the weeds when you have as much experience as you do under your belt. So is there something you would say, you know, to people who are more junior about what's going on right now and how they might be able to stay the course through it? Yeah, I do think, you know, you really do have to sit back and, and look at the wider picture, the, the larger picture. Um, problems are going to come up in business on a, on a regular basis. That's the reality of, of life in the world. This particular problem that we're living through right now is a bit larger. But when you take a step back and, and look at what's going on and then start to plan for what things you can actually affect and, and control, um, you can actually navigate uh, that rough, choppy water of whatever the existing problem is that you're trying to get through. So looking back, take, take a check, pulse check of your organization, your resources, your clients especially, and chart that path forward with, with the best possible planning you can so that you can navigate the, the chop and come out the other yeah. side. Oh, I love that. Let's talk about resources a little bit. You've got a great team there. Do you want to give me a little bit of a highlight um, so people could get to know a few people who are on your team? And, and what, what really are their, their areas of expertise? Sure. Yeah. Actually, we've had some exciting news this last week. Um, We've had two promotions uh, internally of our newest vice presidents uh, that we're really excited about. Katie Eggie in our sales organization is our newest vice president. And also um, Steve Danzinger, who's in our, our product innovation lab. Um, those two folks uh, on the team right here in our, our U.S. offices are doing great things. Um, Katie's a great resource uh, overall for the industry as well as different types of research. And Steve is developing uh, with our, our technology team all sorts of new and innovative ways for us to connect and deliver research. It's so funny because I've actually bumped into both of them just recently out on LinkedIn. It's kind of funny. We were talking and dancing kind of around the same topics. And uh, Katie, especially, she's kind of taken to doing some videos out on LinkedIn lately. She is, and she, her videos are great. Um, she did a really great job on those and has a lot of really nice insights to talk through, as, some, as well as some questions to get some conversations started. So she's a great person to talk to. Yeah, boy, she's methodical. I can see how she would be such a great buyer, for example. I can see how she'd be like, yes, what is your question? How can I help you? And then yeah. she would sit and wait for you to 
<laughs> a little fun fact too, Katie is extremely um, creative and she actually started up our cooking contest here. Uh, we're doing some fun things with the organization globally and she started this cooking contest and she's in the final uh, final two category. So we're having some fun with our own version of Chopped. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love that. Okay. Well, now I do follow Katie on LinkedIn and I've got to tell you, I remember the first time I tried to connect with her, it was a little bit hard because she actually goes by Kathleen yes. on LinkedIn. So I'm going to tell everybody that here. So it's Kathleen. If you want to connect with her, K-A-T-H-L-E-E-N and then E-G-G-E. So look her up, but she's been doing some interesting videos. And then Steve Danziger, it's, it really is spelled just like it sounds, Steve, D-A-N-Z-I-N-G-E-R. So that is really exciting that you've got new promotions in a time where really companies, you know, there are a lot of people who are experiencing a lot of uh, contraction, and yet you guys seem to be very much going forward. We are. We're definitely going forward. And, you know, as I said a little earlier, there, there's always opportunity, um, even in the darkest days. And so it's about finding those ways forward and taking uh, take the full course of the opportunity that you can so that you can move forward. So there, there's definitely opportunity in every storm. Mm, I, lo- I love that. So we kind of come back full circle here with your role at Paradigm Sample and kind of where you bring that humanity and you bring in that, you know, <laughs> let me hear from you. Let me solve this problem. Not not in the sense of like uh, what we, we joke around sometimes uh, in, in Sample, the vendor abandonment issues, kind of like people say they can do it and then they can't. Yeah. <laughs> so you and I have talked about that subject a lot. And that's where I think we really kind of come full circle to this idea of humanity. So what do you feel like right now, you as, uh, you know, you as an actual leader, not just Paradigm Sample, you know, as a company, but you as a leader, what do you have to offer right now to, you know, to the industry in, in this time? I think hope and optimism. Um, I think the thing is, you know, the, while there are some verticals that are slowing down, those will come back. Um, and it's best to position yourself as well as you can to take advantage of those opportunities as they do come back and then work and look for the areas that clients need the most help in currently with what's going on and solve for those problems and supply solutions for those problems. And, you know, if you focus on those things, um, everyone will be successful. And don't forget to help your col- your not only your internal colleagues, but your um, your partners out there as well. It's mm. very important to help each other through this. Right, right. Yeah, you guys have a lot of people that you compete with and sometimes, but you also collaborate at other times. Exactly. And it's really important that we all help each other as an industry um, so that we can all come through this uh, and come out the other side in really good shape. Mm, Yeah, I love that. And, you know, that's what this MR Week has really been all about. It's about looking to the people who are the leaders. And we know that they're not being selfish right now, that they're reaching out and they're they're really, like you said, trying to keep the industry as a whole afloat and make sure that, that there aren't, you know, there aren't too many um, waves that, that overtake too many companies because the reality is that, that the health of the overall industry is super important right now. Exactly. Well, I want to end with this. You know, I, I do think that with Paradigm Sample, some people don't really know what you specialize in in terms of um, in sample. And my guess is going to be that a lot of people don't realize how deep you go with B2B research. But is there something else besides that? Or is that really one of the, the you know, kind of stake in the ground kind of claims for a paradigm sample? 
Yeah, we do. We actually do a lot of B2B work, but we also do quite a bit of um, consumer work as well. And, you know, some of the specialty is in that harder to reach our audiences around the B2B segments and finding really um, creative ways to target and reach uh, the harder to reach folks. That's really where the problem solving and understanding your clients' needs come in. Um, so we're really well known uh, and industry-wise for those um, harder to reach audiences. And we're, we always are committed to our clients' success uh, every time for every project. So we're really upfront, transparent, and as clear as we can be about what is uh, able to be done on a specific, specific research project. Mm, yeah, I, I do love that. So you're you're a part of the executive team with Cyrus and with SEMA. Give us yes. just a brief word about about them um, it, it, on the executive team. Uh, it's great. You know, see, si- I'm going to confuse their names now. <laughs> it's like a Brangelina. It's fine. <laughs> yeah, we actually have some internal jokes, which, uh, you know, Cyrus and I combine our names every once in a while for our finance organization. We say well, it's Cyro approved, you know, Cyrus, Cyrus and Robert. So Cyro has become a thing in the company, which is fun. Seema as well. Um, really, all three of us come to the organization with different uh, strengths. And, you know, SEMA has a great market research background and an industry background. I come to the team, obviously, with an operations background. And Cyrus comes in with a really great technology background as well as uh, financial background. So the three of us, we kind of think of ourselves as, um, this is a, an old reference, but we think of ourselves as Swiss cheese. And when you put the three of us together, we're a solid block of cheese because where one may not have a specialty, the other does. And so the three of us working together um, really make for a really solid solid executive team. I love it. I love it. Robert, you're always welcome on this podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. So make sure that you reach out to Robert Gray and it's G-R-A-Y. If you want to find him online, he is a founder and COO over at Paradigm Sample. And you can check them out, of course, at ParadigmSample.com. Robert, thanks for your leadership during this time. And thanks for taking the time to help people. Really, I love the word you used. Give everybody a little bit of hope. Exactly. So from all of us here at Little Bird Marketing, have a great day and happy marketing. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.